0: Good afternoon, Bars Nation. How's everybody doing today, guys? It is Monday, February twentieth, and this is Bended Knee. I am Duncan McGregor from Kilted Christian, and I will be covering Bended Knee this week and helping Scott out with any other shows that he needs. He is busy. He is at a function right now. Will be at another one this weekend. So we have each other's backs. It's going to be a a fun week, and I am grateful to be here with all of you. Hope that your uh, Monday started off well. So today I'm going to break this one up into two topics. So. Before prayer, I'm going to talk about um, the return of Jesus Christ, and then afterwards, I'm going to talk about prophecy and what has been said in Scripture about what we're walking into um, in these coming days or the end days, as they referred to. Um, The reason I picked these two topics is because I've noticed that the more and more I see people come around the Christianity, the more people that are reaching out to prayer, which is an absolutely beautiful thing. We're watching revivals take place around not only this country, but around the world This is what we want to see. You know, this war needs to begin as a fight of prayer and revival. And if it ever comes to the day of picking up rocks, we got to be ready for that. But we don't want to get to that point. So the reason that I'm talking about this one is because the more people come to Christ, I'm also seeing more people try to discourage people in their faith and in their beliefs dealing with Christ. And over the last year, and especially within the last couple of weeks, I've seen a lot of people that are trying to convince people that the Second Testament um, is a deep state thing that was put in there by the deep state. The second testament's not real. Jesus Christ was just a man. And I'm seeing this being pushed more and more. And the reason they're doing this is because they're trying to test our faith right now. They're trying to turn us because they don't want this army building up. And God's army is building up rather big. So when, when posed with this topic or this question that I see people I always go back to the same. First off, the return of Jesus Christ mentioned multiple times in scripture um in, in the second testament but it's also mentioned many many times during christ's life while he was alive um christ specifically mentioned what his fate was that he knew that he was going to be um killed and he knew that he was going to be brought back three days later and revived and brought back to life christ talked about this himself over 20 different times in scripture so i'm going to go ahead and, and bring you a couple of different scriptures that were that refers to the return of jesus christ and even how this isn't just in the Second Testament, which is the proof that I always use when people are trying to trying to tell you that Christ wasn't real, that the Second Testament's not real, that Christ isn't going to return. He's not the King of Kings. Look, this was not just mentioned in the second script or in the Second Testament. This was mentioned multiple times in the first testament before Christ even walked this earth. So first we have Matthew 24 27. For as the lightning comes from the east and shines as far as the west so will be the coming of the Son of Man. Matthew 24, 30. Then will appear in heaven the sign of the Son of Man, and then all the tribes of the earth will mourn, and they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. The reason that I love this one right here is because it says um, specifically that the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. If you go back into the First Testament, there's multiple verses that actually mention the same thing, including Daniel. When Daniel was prophesizing of the coming days, he literally referred to the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven, that we would look up and we would see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven. So for the people that like to try to convince you, you know, that the Second Testament has nothing to do with the First Testament. Now, you know, we, we need to have relation with Christ. Absolutely important. Give our lives over to Christ. Repent for our sins. But we also need to hold um, truth to the laws of the original Testament. But once again, even in the original Testament, it refers to Christ as the Son of Man coming back in the clouds. People can't dispute this. Like I said, it's one thing when you see it in New Testament when they're trying to tell you it's not real. But go back into the First Testament. It even talks about Christ. There is no disputing that. So then we have um, John 14, 3. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself. That where I am, you may also be. Or you may be also. Um, Once again, multiple times mentioned in Scripture. Acts 1, 11 and said, "Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking into heaven? This Jesus, who was taken up from you into heaven, will come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven." Then we've got uh, Colossians uh, three four, when Christ, who is life, or is your life, appears, then you will also appear with him in glory. Mentioned over and over again, Titus two thirteen. Waiting for our blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our Lord God and Savior Jesus Christ. Hebrews 9.28 So Christ, having been offered once to bear the sins of many, will appear a second time, not to deal with sin, but to save those who are eagerly waiting for him. 2 Peter 3.10 But the day of the Lord will come like a thief, and then the heavens pass away with a roar, and the heavenly bodies will be burned up and dissolved. As the earth and the works that are done on it will be exposed, then Revelation um, one seven, behold, he is coming with the clouds, and every eye will see him, even those who pierced him. All the tribes of the earth will wail on account of him. Even so, Amen. Revelations three eleven, I am coming soon. Hold fast what you have, so that no one may seize your crown. Revelations 22, twenty two twenty. He who testifies to these things, surely I am coming soon. Amen. Come Lord Jesus. So over and over again, it is mentioned before Christ even left this earth, where what his destiny was going to be. Christ himself talked about it. Multiple verses talked about it. It was talked about it in the first Testament and the second Testament. There's no disputing this fact. Um, one thing that I found the video of the other day, which was just saddening, um, which was uh, Ben Shapiro, when he asked, You know, about Jesus, you know, he's like, well, us Jews don't believe in Jesus. You know, he was just a man that basically started some trouble and got killed by the Romans. You know, we're going to be seeing more and more of this going forward. People are going to try to um, alter our faith. They're going to try to to test our faith in every way, which is why it's so important that we stay focused, that we stay in faith, that we keep our feet in the kingdom, that we keep praying to our Lord Almighty for that discernment, for the strength, so that the temptations and the evil that are going to be coming at us, even so, in the days coming, than they are even right now, this is where we need to stay focused on. Praying to our Lord Almighty and making sure that we can introduce the Lord Almighty Christ to others that do not know Him yet, but they will. Because like it said here, there'll come a day when Christ peers up in that clouds, everyone around the world will see Christ in the clouds simultaneously at one time. That meaning that if they try to pull the holographs, the blue beam, and fake a rapture or anything like that, if you're hearing about it on TV or your mom's having to call you from another country or another state going, hey, guess what I just saw? It's not Christ in heaven. Christ, it specifically says that everyone around the world will see this simultaneously. And we're watching the deception move forward more and more. We're watching them take every tactic they possibly can to um, remove and persecute Christians over any other religion in this world. And the, even the Jewish religion, just like even uh, what, what Shapiro said, trying to say that God wasn't real. And even in Islam, even in, in the, the belief of the Muslims, they hold Christ in high regard. Now, they don't hold him as the king of kings, which we all know to be the case, but they do hold him as a prophet throughout, throughout their scripture as well. So, you know, there's no denying, no matter who you are, that Christ was definitely here. He walked this earth. Whether you look at Adam as a man or not, we know that Jesus was king of kings. It was God incarnate on this earth. And he came here so that we had a fighting chance. Because if it wasn't for that time on that cross where he died for our salvation and our sins, we wouldn't have a chance. We're fallible. We make mistakes every single day, and we're going to make mistakes for the rest of our lives. The point is, is we need to work past that. We need to do our best to hold to those laws to the the old laws of the original scripture but more importantly find that relationship with our um with our almighty in heaven Jesus Christ. So guys, it is 3:11, so we will go ahead and we will get into um some spiritual war and some prayer right now. So please bow your heads. Heavenly Father, thank you again for another absolutely beautiful day. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to gather multiple times a day where we can talk about you, we can discuss you, we can pray for each other. Heavenly Father, we need your strength right now more than we ever have we we ask for discernment so that we understand the difference between the good and the evil that's happening in this world so we can understand who we need to trust so we can open our eyes to the deception and see the truth that you have lifted that's underneath that veil that you are showing to us all right now heavenly father i ask that you give us patience calmness during this time as well because they're trying to get us into a war with each other they're trying to divide us they're trying to separate us they're trying to destroy our families they're trying to remove you from every institution in this country and in this world. So Heavenly Father, I ask you to keep us calm during these times so that we focus and we do things upon your will, not our own. Dear Lord, when we are speaking to others about you, we ask that we're speaking in your will, not our own. We don't want to accidentally mislead someone down that wrong path, but to guide them to that narrow path that leads us to salvation, which is you, Heavenly Father. So let us all stand up. Let us all do exactly what we need to during this time. What you have given us, the skills, the opportunity that you brought us all here together during this time so that we can fight this war that most people don't even know. Heavenly Father, we know there's going to be a lot of people in these coming days, these coming weeks, these coming months and years that are going to start waking up and they're going to start reaching out to you. But dear Lord, you woke us up early for a reason. So don't let this be in vain. Don't let us waste this opportunity that you have given us to spread that gospel, to spread your love, to comfort others to love others to make sure that no one is is in fear but we are focused on you dear lord knowing that this war has already been run that this war has already been won dear lord you brought us here every one of us for a reason and we're thankful for that even during these hard times that we deal with during the chaos during the trials and tribulations that are brought into our own lives dear lord instead of that bringing us down let us utilize these trials and tribulations that you bring into our lives to strengthen us to make us stronger so that we are more effective going into this war. Dear Lord, you said in Scripture that there would be a time where people's hearts would grow cold, that people would turn their backs on you. Heavenly Father, let that not be us. Let our strength get stronger every single day. Let our relationship with you get stronger every single day. Dear Lord, let the fruits that we bear be so evident to the world that they find you through our deeds, through our actions, not through our words, dear Lord. Lord, we humbly ask that you just make us the most effective warriors that you can possibly have. Let us keep our humility. Let us let the ego go. Let this war be for you and not be about us. Let us not want to keep our names in the history book, dear Lord, but one thing, the only book that matters where our name is in, and that is the book of life. Lord. Let us work that way. Let us repent for our sins dear lord And I ask as we repent that you mend our armors We're going to need it more and more as we're going into these days But heavenly father at last I want to thank you I want to thank you for the privilege of being here with all of these wonderful people People that will stand by your side until the end Dear lord, I want to thank you for everything that you've given us all that you've granted us those things that we take for granted And those things we recognize let us spend more times thanking you for what we have dear lord rather than asking you for what we need Dear Lord, thank you for everything you bless us with. In Jesus Christ's name and our Heavenly Father's name, I pray. Amen. So, yes, times are getting stranger and stranger. And we're watching, um, you know, we're, we're moving from an earthly war, a hot war. But we know first and foremost, this is a spiritual war. And the spiritual war is a lot more difficult to see than we're dealing with in these earthly wars, when we're dealing with right now. You know, we just need to become stronger. We need to have that discernment so we can open our eyes and we can see it. And more importantly, we can show that to other people so they can be involved in this war, so they can become part of the the prayer warriors. You know, someone said in there, be dad's revival. The revivals, you know, let these revivals just get stronger and stronger and bigger and bigger around this entire world as people come back. I found a great statistic the other day that said that the number one most persecuted religion in the entire world by far is the christian religion that being said the christian religion is also the fastest growing religion in this entire world so let that be said and such a powerful notion is that even while people watch the christians get persecuted for their love of christ they're still coming to christ in larger amounts than ever before and that's a beautiful thing sadly not everybody's going to make it into heaven and god's told us that but we can still do our job down here and try to help those people find that um, that place. So the next part that I want to talk about is uh, preparing, for, um, preparing for the end times and what is actually mentioned in Scripture about the end times. And one thing that someone brought up to me the other day, and it was kind of a, a profound thought, and they said, you know, what if the evil people in this world are using Revelation to play out their evil scheme? And, and my reply to them was, you know, Scripture told us what was going to happen. It didn't tell us how it was going to happen necessarily. So whether it have been an organic thing that happened where Revelation talks and everything's playing out right now. Or whether the evil in this world are using the, the script of Revelation to play it out. It doesn't matter because it is still unfolding. And Christ knew it was going to unfold, but he didn't tell us necessarily how. So either or makes complete sense. But the day of judgment. So we'll start with Isaiah two four. He shall judge between the nations and shall decide disputes for many peoples, and that they shall beat their swords into their plowshares, and that their spears into the proof hooks. Nations shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war anymore. So we're walking into um, you know times that had literally been laid out for us, um, quite interesting. The way that it has been laid out for us within um, Scripture, letting us know what's going to be coming. The signs of the end times, which are playing out just crazy. That this, that this These Scriptures were written so long ago, and they could have been written yesterday. Joel 2.28-31. And it shall come to pass afterwards that I will pour out my Spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Guys, we will prophesy. We will have visions in our dreams. And it's okay to talk about these because we're not prophets. But it did say that we would prophesy because God's going to show us through the discernment what we need to look for, how we need to be prepared, how we can prepare others. Your old men shall dream dreams and your young men shall see visions. Even on the male and the female servants in those days, I will pour out my spirit and I will show wonders in the heavens and on the earth, blood and fire and columns of smoke. The The sun shall be turned to darkness and the moon to blood. Before the great awesome day of the Lord comes, it shall come to pass that everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. And in here, it mentions, you know, the sun shall turn to darkness, the moon to blood. And we had an eclipse that took place um, seven years ago, guys, seven years ago. And the second part of this eclipse is going to happen this year. And it's going to create an X, literally going to go the exact opposite direction that it did before. And the X is going to fall roughly around the Kentucky area, Um, and this will be taking place, um, I believe, uh, end of summer or early fall of this year, you know, and once again, the sun turning to darkness and the moon to blood, which is exactly the effect that you get from something like this, Matthew 24, 6, 7, and you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not alarmed, for this must take place, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be famines and earthquakes in various places, which we are seeing every single day right now. Right now, all week on my show, I'm going to be talking about what's happening over in Russia. Russia is going to be meeting up um, or talking to his people tomorrow, be meeting with NATO on Wednesday. We have our resident chief who now took a, quote, surprise trip over to the Ukraine instead of taking care of the people right here in our country. This stuff is, you know, these are the wars. These are the rumors of wars that are being talked about right now. Famines, earthquakes. Once again, I thought the famine was going to come from, you know, the sun burning up crops or floods, flooding crops, but it turns out it's man-made. This is manufactured. They're destroying our plants. They're killing our chickens. They're polluting our soil. They're polluting our air. Man is literally what is creating these famines and very possibly the earthquakes that are going to be taking places in various places. I always thought that this would have been an organic thing, a natural thing, but we're seeing now that you've got these corporations like Harp and so forth that are literally manipulating weather. Um, There was another huge earthquake in the same area, Syria-Turkey area today, which apparently caused a tsunami. So um, once again... How does this play out? We don't know. I just assumed everything was going to be organic, but it's looking like man is literally creating every aspect of what was being talked about. So Matthew 24, 11 through 12, and many false prophets will arise and lead many astray. And because lawlessness lawlessness will be increased, the love of many will grow cold. And we're watching that. We're watching this. I've got this quick little clip that I'm going to play before I move on to the next one. But this right here is an example of what we're dealing with. People are being misled. They're being indoctrinated, indoctrinated, and they don't even realize what they're saying. And this is scary. Listen to this.
1: She wanted to be a boy. 12-year-old daughter recently came to me and said that she was transgender. She wanted to be a boy. And as a Christian mother, there was only one thing I could do. And that was help my son transition so that he could be the young man that God always intended him to be. Support your kids. It's what God wants you to do. Love you, babies.
0: Okay, now that's just disgusting. And everything that she just said was a great example of what we are into the world. Not only is she being indoctrinated and completely misled as to what's righteous in this world, she's literally speaking as a Christian. And she said Christian three times in this. You know, so, and then she ends it. Um, so that my son, so that my son can be what God had intended. Okay. God intended to put a little girl into your belly and that little girl to grow up to be a woman. That is what God intended. God doesn't send something here and then say, okay, well, man will end up finishing you the rest of the way. No, God makes us the way that he wanted us to be. And like I said, this is a woman who is declaring this in the name of Christianity, to be a good Christian is to support your child's gender change. This is absolutely horrifying. And we're seeing this not just with just a lady here, but I can imagine she probably goes to a Christian church somewhere, my guess, California, or in one of the Californian cities, and she probably has an LGBTQ, Um, pastor up there or or a transgender pastor that are spreading these untruths, but we also knew very well that the devil was going to utilize our churches in order to create these problems and the deception so that people in the final days would start focusing on the wrong things because they did not have that personal relationship with Christ, which is why it is so important to have that personal relationship with Christ so that we can talk to him and our father can help us understand what other people are trying to mislead us with. So then we have um, Luke twenty one eleven. There will be a great, there will be great earthquakes, and in various places famines and pestilences, and there will be terrors and great signs from the heaven, which we're watching take place every day. We've got these pandemics that they're putting around. They're trying to get everybody sick. They've got poisons in the sky, which are going to end up making people sick. They'll end up blaming it on these fake diseases they're creating to cover up for the vaccine that actually made us sick. It's nothing but deception, purely. 1 Timothy 4, one. Now the Spirit expressly says that in the later time, um, some will depart from the faith by devoting themselves to deceitful spirits and teachings of demons. This is exactly what that lady just said. When she, This is a great example of what that lady is. They don't understand that they have fallen into the deceitful spirits and the teachings of demons. So what is the best example right now of these uh deceitful spirits? You know, somebody said in here psyops. We're dealing with psychological operations like crazy right now. Those are the that is what the deceitful spirits are putting out. And in the teachings of demons, we're seeing that on a major scale in our schools, indoctrinating our children, getting them focused Um, Not on Jesus, but on the earth, the flesh, and all of these things right here that are meant to deceive us. Um, You know, people are departing from their faith because they're not realizing. Another example of the teachings of the demons is they used to have a word back in the day called magic and spells. And people got absolutely scared of that because they saw that it was evil. They understood that this power was not coming from our Lord, Almighty Christ. So they they. They changed the game up. And now instead of calling it magic, they call it science. Science are the teachings of these demons that are trying to convince you. That's what what the old most famous uh, line that they've been putting out over the last four years is trust the science. You might as well change it to trust the magic or trust the demons because this is exactly what it is. And Christ God gave us everything on this earth that we needed to heal ourselves. Those are the things that they make it hardest for us to get. They remove them from the market. They don't become FDA regulated. People think that they're not good for you. They have to put um, anything not FDA regulated and call it, um, you know, like weight loss or, or something like that. Dietary supplements in order to get past with this. But these are the things that we can also pick up from our own backyard, which don't have all the chemicals and other stuff that they're putting into them. 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 5. But understand this, that in the last days, there will come times of difficulty for people will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, heartless, unappeasable, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not loving good, treacherous, reckless, swollen, and conceit, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having the appearance of godliness but denying its power. Avoid such people. And we're seeing this more and more. Every single thing that was just mentioned right there in 2 Timothy three one five is a, an example of the horrors that we're watching happen within the people as they walk away from God, having the appearance of godliness in many cases, but denying its power. God brings you everything. God brings you the power. The great things that come through our life is from God, but many of these churches even avoid using the word God or Jesus, specifically Jesus. Because they're trying to convince you, like, if you want to be a good Christian, this is how you get the nicer house, the nicer cars, and so forth. We don't need to focus on that, and this is exactly why. Because it said in the final days that these are the things that everyone would, or most people would be focusing on. And well, we're watching it. Abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, heartless. Unpe- I mean, this literally, it's amazing to me, seriously, that this was written as long ago as it was. Because once again, this could have been written yesterday. So this is what we're, this is what we are walking into. This is why that relationship with Christ is going to be more and more important as we move on and helping other people too, because, you know, and I will say this in that last one, it said to avoid such people. And we should, we should avoid such people as not to be pulled in or to deceived, but just like Christ, we should also be around those people because the people that have already found God, you know, they they can spend their time preaching the gospel. We need to, just like Christ, we need to find ourselves amongst the sinners, amongst the seeds. Those are the people whose hearts we need to change. Those are the people that need to know Christ. But when you walk into those people, when you walk in those people that are so arrogant, deceived, unholy, deceivers of the, you know, and so forth, just like that was mentioned, that is important. That armor of God completely mended. Because trust me, they're going to use every possible thing that they can do. The devil, his demons, and everybody the devil uses on this earth to try to persuade you, to try to change you, to try to deceive you, to try to change your faith and to ruin your faith. And that's why, like I said, keep that armor mended. Constantly ask the Lord Almighty for strength and discernment so that we have the ability to walk amongst these people and help them change. This is how we build our army, guys. It's not about destroying theirs as much as making ours bigger. And God only asked us a couple of things. He said, to accept me into your heart. Jesus wants us to accept him into our heart, which we have. I think every single person out here has. And if you haven't, go to the Godcast, the official Godcast on Friday. They end every show um, getting people to find that relationship with Christ and accept Him into their heart. If you have not already. And don't be embarrassed, guys. But today is the day to do it. Today is the best day to find that relationship with Christ. Because God is promised us today he did not promise us tomorrow and although we have missions we don't know how long our mission on this earth is going to be god may have other plans for us god may remove any one of us tomorrow we do not know which is why it's important right now to utilize every time every moment that we have to serve god to accept him into my heart which we already have to repent for our sins which many of us and most of us do daily that's how we mend up our armor but we can also go above and beyond we don't want an A. We want an A plus. So let's spend this time right now, spreading that gospel, helping God get more people into heaven. Helping those people that have been, you know, discouraged, that have been deceived, that have been indoctrinated. Break that indoctrination. Break that matrix. And the way to do that is to find God, to accept Him into your heart, and let God lead your, li- lead your life. Begin your day with God. End your day with God. Praying to Jesus all throughout the day. This is how we're going to end up winning this war. And like I said, just like Christ, it may come down to the day where we're swinging switches, flipping tables. We all need to be ready to do that. But I'm going to end this right here saying and agreeing with exactly what Scott has many, many times. If Lord asked us, said, I need you to come here in 10 minutes, we're bringing you home. Scott says, I will be there. I will be there in nine minutes and 59 seconds. Lord, I still have work to do. And we need to work until our feet leave this earth, guys, because one soul, if we can help one soul find Christ and have that chance at eternal salvation, we've done an amazing job for Christ. And you should be proud of yourselves, guys, because we're doing that work for our Heavenly Father. But everybody, I want to thank you again for uh, joining us on this Bended Knee, February 20th. Um, I will be running Bended Knee um, through Friday. Um, and I will be helping Scott run some of the shows at nighttime. That uh, you know, if he as he as he doesn't have time because he's going to be running around. So I'm not quite sure what the schedule is. So if I pop up and you see it go off on the hour, you know it's me. And if you don't buy then, you'll know by the music after I play after show, guys. But I want to thank you all. I want to thank you for everything that you do. You guys are beautiful souls. You are beautiful people. And you know, I've lost a lot of family. I've lost a lot of friends, just like many of you have. The more we see the truth, the more we open up and try to express the truth, the more people turn their backs on us. Often, the closer we get to God, many people in our lives turn our backs on us, but guess what? Even family, even friends, but we have each other, and we are bound by the blood of God of Christ. There is no greater bond than that. That makes us family from the moment we were born until the moment we die. We will stand by each other. We will unify. We will be here to lift each other up when one of us falls because one day we're going to fall. But guess what? One of us here in this chat is going to be right there to lift us up. And I am thankful to be here with every one of you guys. I love you very, very much. We will do about 30 minutes of music to kind of wrap this up. And I may see you this evening, but if I don't, have an absolutely beautiful day. Guys, just enjoy yourselves. Go get yourself some, a nice cup of coffee. Look up. Enjoy the skies. Enjoy what Jesus and God has given us all around us. We can avoid all of the chaos by focusing on the beauty. Guys, I love you much, and God bless.
2: We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but.
3: it can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.
4: Check the miles and go.
5: And I'll be coming home on my way back to the place that I know I'll await. Life
6: is what you want it to be. That's true everything i wanted to see i saw that too everywhere i wanted to go i will have gone everything i wanted to write wrote in a song there's no going back anymore i'm hitting the road let everybody know that i'm making my way home nothing's gonna stop me now i'm living the dream and everything i wanted to be a part of a team and every word you needed to say just say it now when it's all said and done all that matters is how you made other people feel not the money you made not the things that you bought money you saved this like time stands still for me i'm watching you breathe find what you haven't to do be ready to leave and don't be afraid anymore i'm out the door i had a great time it was you that I adored check the miles and go i'll be on my
5: way back to the place that i know i'll always belong and i'll be coming home I know i always
6: Spenum. Maybe I was fooling myself Playing this game Never really cared about wealth Wanted the fame Everything is meant to be It's gotta be true Cause anything that happened to me Could happen to you And even when it's out of my hands It's gotta be planned A whole lot of things In this life we don't understand Broke a lot of hearts That I never meant to Took a lot of liberties I never meant to take Said a lot of things that I wish I wouldn't have said Did a lot of things that I did not check my hat But every time I lost my way, I made it back Played a whole lot of games, I went on the attack And then I finally arrived at a place that I could be me Saying what I wanted to say, I'm finally free Ready for whatever will come, I'm letting you know That everything you wanted from me, I'm letting it go. go
5: Check the miles and go
6: I know I always Hello. life is what you want it to be. Yeah, that's true. Everything I wanted to be, I did that too, ready for whatever would be- a leap of faith, it's not enough for me to be good, I gotta be great, maybe I'm ahead of my time, maybe I'm late, I know everything will be fine, leave it to fate and let me take charge of my life, I'm making a choice, I'm doing what I said I would do, I'm using my voice, now let me leave a note to my kids, let me know, that they will always be in my heart, and be in my soul, to love one another, no matter what life we throw. to trust one another for life, together we grow, and when I'm not around anymore, remember my name, remember that I love each of you, it's always the same, I'm happy for the days that we've had, life is sublime for you, you, I would do anything. Any- Check the miles and go. I'll be on my way back to the place
5: that I know I'll always belong. And I'll be coming home on my way back to the place that I know I'll always belong. Check the miles and go. I'll be on my
1: Every morning, I thank God for you to live in America, red, white, and blue. Thankful to those who've gone before me. Fight and die, American pride. Every afternoon I'm grateful for you, restoring America's
4: pride in our
1: way too, standing for everyone abandoned. I'm praying for you, more people will realize, what you say you do, I pray they will understand the battles, the sacrifice, the patriots fight.
4: Studying about that good old way And who shall wear the robe and crown She knows I tell you why i should?
0: I want to thank everybody for joining us today for Bended Knee. I will be back the rest of the week. So I'll be doing Tuesday, Thursday, Wednesday, or Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday coming up. And I will also be helping on some of the night shows. Just not sure what that schedule is yet. But I want to thank you all for joining us. Um, make sure to check out everyone's shows that are coming up tonight. We got uh, the Conley will be on um 8 o'clock uh, Central, excuse me, 8 o'clock Eastern time. Uh, Bard's FM after that Kilta the Christian after that. And tonight we are going to be talking about everything that goes into podcasting. So if any of you are interested in getting a podcast going or have a podcast, I'm going to actually open up calls tonight so we can get some of the podcasters to call in and give their experience. So it's going to be a great show guys. I hope to see you there. I love y'all very, very much. Have an absolutely beautiful and blessed rest of your day. I will see you this evening and God bless.